Oh, man. It's been a while since we've done this, huh? I know, right? Oh, God! <laughs> you all right? Wait, where'd you come from? Hey, you know what this means, right? I, I don't. Oh, my prop didn't work. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> yeah! The boys are back in town. Yeah! This is the part of the, the the clip where we are jump like we're, fr- I was we're kinda freeze wait, frame. I was kind of waiting for the. Oh. about to say um, I was waiting for the song to interrupt us and sure enough it interrupted me. Little did you know did I, I know. had planned for that. Sheriff <laughs> Marcus. Isn't this interesting? <laughs> fancy see, fancy, <laughs> fancy meeting you here. <laughs> what are we doing? Todd's <laughs> we're out of our element. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I last saw you. Quickly, yeah. we just want to say, you might be able to tell a difference. Sheriff and I, before I say what we're doing, we're still socially distancing. Yeah. But we're in the same room. <gasps> Quarantine, not not breached because we are sem- safely socially distancing. We are far enough away from each other where we won't give each other the disease virus that's around the world yes and consequently it's also safer because i'm also outside of punching distance yes for both of us i really want to punch him and i also want to do the same so just so you know it might sound different we're getting back into the groove of this thing but we're still being safe we're still being properly distant from each other while recording um remember kids it's fun to be safe yeah it is um i almost forgot hi hello (laughs) (laughs) you're pulling a me now you know leaving the 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 intro for like two minutes in two minutes 30 welcome to nice job sorry (laughs) we're really out of our element (laughs) this is good this is good to get back in the groove i'm proud of you welcome to nonsensical brilliance the podcast hosted by me marcus and with me as always is my co-host with the mo host sheriff ah the co-host with the mo host it's Uh, been a long time since i've heard this it's been too long since I've been the co-host. <laughs> Are we bringing back Monsieur Jean-Pierre? Jean-Pierre de France? No, I don't think we should. Ooh, fun fact. Yes. I have a friend online who is Austrian. Online? Yes. And uh, Did you I... say my French accent was beautiful? Well, no. Oh. They're Austrian. So he could still think German. He... Right, but he could still think my accent was beautiful. You could be from anywhere and think my accent was beautiful. That's the point. That's the thing. It's universally bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's true. Well, it's true. It's funny, though. It's a funny accent, and that's the main point of it. It's not supposed to be accurate. Plus, accents can be a little derogatory for some people. We, if don't, I could, we don't even know. I'll be honest with you. If I could do a French accent accurately, I would have done it accurately. I'm sure you would have. I just can't. <laughs> it's just funnier that way, honestly. Well. Anyway, uh, me and uh, what we're doing is we are on. we got on Duolingo. Is they're wanting to learn French, and mm. I was, you know, figuring, you know what, what the hell, I'll try to learn German. So German's a fun yeah, language. Yeah, and you've learned German slightly a little. I bit. know only a little, little, little bit. I learned how to say, um, oh 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> I learned how to say, you know, how, how a dog drinks water. Die Hund trinkt Wasser. Something like yeah. that. Uh, I only I've only done literally the first the wie, first lesson. Do you know wie geht's? Wie geht's? No, I don't know what that is. I've literally just started today. Oh, I only did it for about five minutes. I remember how to count to ten. Oh yeah, what's ten? Ten is the one I always forget. Actually, <laughs> ironically, eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun. Oh, what is ten? Ten is always the one I forget. I don't know why. D, D no. I want. I know one through nine. Donk, donk. No. <laughs> donk. That's how they get the sound effect for when they hit people on the head. Donk. They just get some German guy to count to 10. All right, count to 10. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you're wanting me to do this, but okay. I'm pretty sure it begins with a Z. In, um, I'm typing it in my phone really fast. Zinks? Uh, Zen. Z-E-H-N. Zen. Zen. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, in French, I always keep forgetting the, the number the 14, I think. Oh, can you hear it? Huh? Not very loudly. Zen. Scene. 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 Let me try getting Alexa <laughs> to do with it. technology now. <laughs> Alexa, what is 10 in German? 10 in German is scene. Scene. She said the same thing. Like, I have seen you. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Yes. What a great podcast. We're so learning. Oh, we're learning together today. So we just want to do a quick thing. Obviously, it's been a while. So we're not gonna. We're not going to date ourselves. I'm already dating myself. <laughs> but obviously, it has been quite a while. Um, to give you an idea of how long it's been, I'm now 26. Oh, my God. Just like me. Last time we recorded, I was 25. And now I'm 26. My That's birthday insane. has come and gone. Um, and we, after our last episode, Sheriff and I were both kind of in a funk uh, for different reasons. And we were just kind of. We had a lot going on in our lives, and so we just needed to take a break. We we tried to record, but things kept getting in the way for, for different reasons. And honestly, I think it was good that it, that it worked out that way. Yeah, I think we did. We both benefited from a little break, and I think it kind of gave us a little bit of rejuvenation uh, to come back and start recording again. And I think what's helped us get in this rejuvenation for recording again is because I don't remember if we talked about this on the episode or any or any of our episodes, but either it was last, I think it was his last birthday, or maybe the year before. We talked about how we made a calendar. I don't know if we mentioned that we made an album for Cody for his birthday. Oh, yeah. I don't I, think we mentioned it. I don't that. think we mentioned it. It was mainly parody songs and a few like acapella things. And, and we, we really rushed it and did all the recording in one day and put it together. And for what it was, it was pretty good. But now we wanted to re-record those songs and record some new ones and take our time with it and really get into it. And I, and I don't know about you, but re-recording those songs and recording the new ones kind of gave me that that itch for recording a podcast again. Too. Yeah. It really like made me feel creative again, which doesn't yeah. happen a lot for me. And I think that, uh, truthfully, I think 2020 has been a difficult year just in general. And yeah, I it's think kind of the understatement of the century. Yeah, Absolutely. And I think because of that, we didn't step away from, you know, nonsensical brains because we didn't want to record anymore. It was just, I think there was just so much for us both that was overwhelming that made it to where it was difficult to really want to do this. Yeah, it's just like a mental strain. You and know? so we just needed to take a bit of a hiatus. We should I mean, look. We don't have that many listeners right now, so it's not like we had to really <laughs> tell anybody. No one was clamoring online. I mean, saying, Clint is probably curious. 
Oh, he's threatened me a couple times. Ah, yes. yes. That that helped our mental state a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Clint. You, so we know we love you. We are we're going to get back into the goofiness. We've already got an idea for an episode coming up uh, of of us being goofy again. But we actually wanted to take a moment to get back to the brilliance. Yes, the brilliance. Dip our toes into the pool of brilliance yet again. Oh, it's a little cold. Ooh, it's it's too cold. Actually, too cold. give it a come back later. <laughs> just just leave your toe in there a little while. You're like acclimate. The to rest it. of the podcast right. is just this, this nervous laughter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, let me try again. Oh, it's still cold. It's still cold. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but we what we want to do is we actually want to talk about. We're not going to get into two, where it's not going to be. We want to talk about kind of mental health overall, but we don't want to do it in a way where it it feels like we're just. Um, like lecturing or yeah, something. We yeah, we want to kind of make it still interesting and kind of a conversation. It's more of like a freewheeling discussion, I guess. Bringing yeah. some this isn't a therapy awareness. session necessarily. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and we're not going to get into like deep details or anything either. It's just more or less just a general broad stroke, just kind of talking about it from our perspectives and things like that. I think that's just a healthy conversation. And and here's what I'll say: I think everyone out there who's listening to this, uh, no matter who you are, what you've been through, what you haven't been through, whatever. It's important to know that it's re- it's really, really important to reach out to friends, family, a medical professional, if you are feeling any kind of way that y- and you're struggling with anything, because it's, it's no sign of weakness when it comes to mental health. You, you want to try to take care of yourself, and that means reaching out to people, not fighting it by yourself. Absolutely. Uh, one thing that I always uh, like told myself when I was you know a little bit unsure about getting help mentally was like, I always thought it was like a form of weakness to acknowledge your mm-hmm. feelings or your weaknesses from the inside. But then I kind of was thinking about it. Like, you know, if you're, because the, the, you know, there's a quote, you know, you are your own worst enemy in most mm-hmm. cases. And for me, that's very, very true. Same for me. So if I'm my own worst enemy, then facing myself, my own worst enemy head on is much more brave than, per, you know, just bottling everything up and literally running away from the issue. So, sure. of course, there, there should not be any stigma surrounding that. No, and I think that's one thing that happens in society, especially, I think, for a lot of men in particular, where it feels like it's weak to show any kind of signs of men, uh, um, um, any kind of emotional... Um, vulnerability. Um, vulnerability, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And, you know, the thing is, here, like, here's a perfect example for me. <laughs> I've talked with different people over the, over the uh, years, and particularly this last year, where I'll talk about how, how I treat my friends or like how a lot of times I'll put my friends and my family over myself. And sometimes that can put a strain on myself mentally, uh, emotionally, whatever. And oftentimes I'll have people say to me, and I don't really follow along with the astrological stuff, but they'll say, when were you born? And I'll tell them and they say, ah, you're a cancer. That makes sense. Really? And I'm like, yeah, apparently like cancers are emotional people. I mean... I, I don't know if the particular... I don't buy into the whole astrology stuff. I don't know. Do you at all? Not completely, but like any time I've ever told somebody about like how like my emotional side of things and explained it the best to my ability, and they ask me what my star sign is, and I tell them, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm like, okay. I get, I've, had, I've had more than one person tell me that recently, like within the last two months. It's just... It's interesting to me. I'd love to see like a study... To see if any of this astrological stuff correlates. Because for I me, I mean, I'm not the type to just disregard people and what they think is correct. No, but I'm no, also yeah. a person who requires some sort of, you know, empirical proof of, of, of things that are being accept, like widely accepted as truth, you know? Here, like look astrology. At this, look at this newspaper. It tells you right here. Oh, yes, yes. This is says, oh, I'm a Sagittarius. So, of course, 
um, I that need to watch I... <laughs> out for people. I need to watch out for people dressed in black today. Ah, uh, yes. That's um. That's you know what? If anybody can give me, you know, give me a more an explanation on that. Yeah, no, and, genuinely. Uh, a little bit more because I understand that there are a and lot. We make of big jokes because we don't understand it. It's it's yeah. It's 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 easy to you know make fun <laughs> of stuff you don't understand. But, but yeah. I'm also wanting to be open minded. But yeah, absolutely, know, I just don't. I will be clear in saying I don't understand it. But to talk about what you were mentioning about being your own worst enemy, I'll I'll jump into a little bit of mine when it comes to mental health in general, is that I have a lot of insecurities just in general. I have for as long as I can remember. Not only that, though, is that I, talking about fighting against myself, I overthink things a lot. Yeah. I, I stress out over certain things. I have uh, I can get anxiety attacks or panic attacks from certain moments where like part of my brain is telling me one thing when another part of me that's the more logical or the more um, informative side sees what it really is so sometimes i have that internal struggle of like trying to like i where i become my worst enemy where i where i i I feel like maybe like if someone compliments me on the podcast that's a perfect example like when it comes to my insecurities someone says hey i really love that episode i'll thank them but in my brain it's like was it really like even if i enjoyed it even just being nice sort of yeah even if i really liked that episode there'll still be a part of me as a creative mind even being like are they really do they really mean that are they just saying that that's why it's ironic that I love this podcast, but sometimes I feel weird about telling people about it because it's like, I don't want to sound like I'm, yeah, I got a podcast. I'm a pretty big dime up in the podcasting world. I'm pretty much Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, I mean, let me at least give you credit on one thing. The fact sure. that you can even say that about yourself is in and of itself a good thing. Like understanding that you have this issue and then also knowing that it is not the norm. It's not sure. your norm. You have a logical side that says, you know, this isn't, you know, I shouldn't really be thinking this. But, you know, your brain is trained. You've trained yourself over the years to be a little more self-critical. Sure. And that's your natural inclination. It's the same thing when we, t- you know, when we talked about nature versus nurture. Absolutely. Call back to one of our older episodes, nature versus nurture, where, you know, a lot of times people are grown uh, are, are grown up or they're taught that they, they must treat certain things a certain way. Um you keep your emotions in. You don't share that with people. And so that's how you kind of train yourself. Now, no one ever taught me that a lot. I just kind of kept my emotions to myself because sometimes they would get the better of me and I would try to keep it in. And it's for me, it's always been a balancing after a balancing act to not let it take control, but also not hold back because holding back can be just as painful as um, lashing out. I mean, let's be real. We've been friends for 10 years plus roughly lost count how many times have we had an argument where we didn't talk for a month or so because i would get so angry i would lash out and then i just felt like i needed space for me for a while yeah and instead what i'm trying to do now as an adult (laughs) uh is (laughs) i mean you are i mean kind of i guess mr 26 years old oh shucks yeah um is that i'm trying to vocalize and try to explain my thoughts without getting quote-unquote lashing out but then also not just holding back and then just driving off going "Ooh, that <laughs> that mm, that son of a gun sheriff oh that marcus he burns me up something oh. good <laughs> but you know it's it's good that again that's another good thing is that the even the effort yeah of trying to vocalize your issues makes it easier for you to understand as well so even if you are not completely sure how you feel i found that even talking to my parents or wh- whoever else is in your support system um, just vote, you know, putting it out in the open, actually voicing the words, yeah, like lets my brain personally, like connect the dots between my emotions and why I'm mm-hmm. feeling them, and that's like what I th- what I 
caught what I what I make as the goal from my personal sort of actualization of my emotions is to find the reason, sure. the core of why I'm feeling a certain way. And I think too, a lot of it has to do, you know, talk about like just our formative years are when we're younger. That's where you take, that's when people talk about like teaching different languages. Like it's easier when you're younger. I don't know about that. I think my formative years are actually between the ages of 40 and 45. Oh, and you haven't hit those yet. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's I'm, interesting. I'm still, I'm still getting you're there. You're still there. Yeah. I'm not fully formed. Um, that's true. Um, it's but, a struggle, but I'm working. Uh, a lot of people, that's kind of the period where we're taught, like we, like we keep talking about. So it's kind of when you're taught to feel certain ways or to treat feeling certain ways. So it becomes very difficult as you get older to feel comfortable reaching out to a parent like you're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, see, what I find really interesting too, and this is kind of a, it's along the same subject, obviously, but it's it's kind of a flip, is is thinking about how mental health has been viewed over the the decades. Like when it first started, man, like even the most simplest of things like bipolar or things like that was seen as like this. I don't want to say, I don't want to go jump into it. It's like, oh, she's a witch. It's not like that. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like it was seen so differently compared to like the understanding that we have now. It's, Dude, people were imprisoned for having mental issues, especially you know, women and, you know, poor people who may have had something like schizophrenic disorder mm-hmm. or, you know, these 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 bigger ones that you see kind of romanticized and uh, exaggerated in media. Like, right. You know, yeah. people hearing voices and, oh, seeing, believing that they're being spoken to by outside aliens or whatever. Sure. Like that's that's a form of mental illness. But the the kind that is stigmatized nowadays is what other people rebranded, at least in the olden days, as just being weak or, you know. Uh, not being confident or, you know, just, you know, stop feeling sad, you dingus. Yeah. You know, I mean, that stuff is, is, you know, that's a real, it's a real thing. Something it's very you, real. Something and can you, manifest itself physically as well. Sure. Well, something that you mentioned that I, I actually want to ask you, because I think that's a really good thing I never even thought of when we discussed this as a topic. Yeah. With media and how they kind of romanticize it, mm-hmm. do you think that media is making it more difficult for people to feel comfortable talking about their issues or mental health issues i think definitely for the previous generation like people who were born in the 80s and like early 80s to mid 80s i think were you know grew up with that real big stigma on you know seeing a shrink and you know Mm -hmm. and and i guess you know even back into the 60s you know seeing a shrink you know being having to take an antidepressant is seen as a very very big taboo sort of thing like wow she's taking She's taking antidepressants. Why? You better not get on her bad side or something like that. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like that guy, he's on freaking uh, whatever the hell medication to keep his like, Whatever. You get what I mean. It's a very big deal. I've seen him like a toad. Yeah. Well, that's different. I don't that's know why just, I said that. Yes. <laughs> it's just somebody trying to get high. Yeah. Which I think is actually. I've heard that's possible. A thing, yeah, you know? I've heard that's possible. Just, I think it has to be specific. Yeah. I can't. Be just, yeah. I don't think it's just any frog. <laughs> Let's go hunting, boys. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, but yeah. So, uh, so you definitely. Do definitely. you think it does as much uh, in modern society? In modern society, I think that there's a big movement on you know mental wellness, you know, or being wholesome as mm-hmm. it is. So people are taking to it in force. I would say, especially online, in places like Reddit and Tumblr, and you know those online social communities, which sure. I think is is great to a certain degree, but it kind of misses out on the older generation, you know? Sure. Because they tend to not hang around those places. I will say, too, that speaking of social media in general, I think social media has a big impact on mental health as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. I'll be like honest social with you. media alone. 
like I don't get on Facebook. I have a Facebook, but I don't use it really at all. The most I'll do on Facebook is like tell someone happy birthday. Um, and even then I don't do that for everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I recently did one from, I messaged my cousin for his birthday, but before that I couldn't tell you who the last person I sent one to. I don't really get on Facebook anymore. Uh, Twitter, I get on pretty much every day, but I really regret it because a lot of times it's just for sports and comedians, but of course you go to the trending page and you see like an actor that you care about or a comedian that you like. And then all of a sudden something bad is associated with them. And you're like, well, this is just really made today crappy. Yeah. And, and then I think, you know, there's a lot, the internet and social media, they have a lot of good to them but they also have a lot of bad that can, for certain people, I think can take you down this dark rabbit hole. Like I've been down a dark rabbit hole on Twitter before where th there's people just talking really insensitively about a subject that I, that I care about and I'll just go through and I'll almost not really get angry or like, you know, white knighting or whatever, or, or whatever it is. I won't go just like, Ooh, these, these dang kids and their views. It's more or less just like, why do these? Why do they even act that way? Well, what else do they think? And I start getting further into it, and it starts making me more frustrated. And I'm like, I, I can't, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I should just see yeah. it and go, okay, whatever. I disagree, but move on. Yeah, that's something that I think these destigmatization of mental health in general would really like. It should have come first before social media was a thing, because you know, social mm -hmm. media, uh, things like Instagram and Pinterest oh, and all oh. of these things are just highlighting the literal best most curated points of somebody's I'm life. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's one yeah. thing about Instagram. Like I, I enjoy Instagram. I go on there from time to time. I don't have one. I only made one recently so I could like our Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, oh, man, I wish I'd brought my... Speaking of Instagram, just a little off subject really quickly. Mm. I wish I brought that light with me because oh. then we could socially distance, have a photo of us distance oh, yeah. across the room nice. with the light. Ah. <sighs> Well, Missed maybe, opportunity. You know what? Maybe I'll, t I'll bring it over here one day just for the photo. Just stop by your house. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, but anyway, so um, yeah, Instagram is something that I really, I, I use it and I'll go on there from time to time. But honestly, man, it just, it's more frustrating than anything else because it's a group of people who, like you said, they show you the best parts of their life and they make you feel like oh man, my life is not like that. This must be how their life is 24-7. And that really makes it difficult on a lot of people, especially younger kids. Abs I that's what I was going to say, exactly. Like these kids, these like 10 to 13-year-olds who are like getting a phone for the first time and uh, getting involved with their friends on, you know, Facebook or whatever. Ads and then they get on Instagram, which everybody's using these days and TikTok uh -huh. and all this stuff. And influencers are you know trying to make themselves look good that's their job it's, it's mm -hmm. their, their their thing is to make themselves look like their lives is amazing but there are so many on there and they are so what's the word i'm looking for oversaturated yeah something like that like they're so oh they really profiligating provocative i don't know they've got a lot of they've got a lot of stuff it's everywhere yeah I forgot words. I've been, it's been too long. I forgot words. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think I know what you're saying. There's, there's, they're exposed to it everywhere. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're so young. They don't know. They don't, they don't have the experience we do. They're not jaded yet. <laughs> I'm sure no, it'll make no. them jaded. Oh man. Speaking of jaded real quick on a little side note. Uh, I remember seeing a TikTok of these two girls and they were, the whole game was, it was like, 
a bar was like above it was like do you know this song and it was like yes and no mm. the split screen of yes and no so they stood in the middle and they played like all like late 90s early 2000s songs songs i know i may not know the words or like the name of the song but i know it like i hear it and i'm like yeah i know that i've heard that many times and they kept going to no and it, oh my and, god! And they were like, they were obviously like teenagers. I know, what you're I know what you're talking about. But they did, um, freaking dynamite was one of the songs that they didn't know. So dynamite. Many, so many songs that are so many classics, and it's like TikTok. How do you, on the clock? The thing that it's freaking named <laughs> off of. I was like, how do you not know these songs? Like they made me so mad. I hate kids. I become that old man. I'm that like get off my lawn. Like that's how I feel now. Anyway, get off my app. <laughs> just, you talked about like. Not being jaded, and I got jaded really badly in that moment. I was like, "Oh, those kids! Yeah, freaking the yeah. younger generation's ruined." How do you not know those songs? Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's. See, here's the thing, too. It's like, I think there's a lot of. I think that the other issue is is that you know talking about like seeing the the best parts of people on social media. I think it also comes down to you have a lot of kids that we're talking about who see these people and they want to be that. That's what I meant when it comes to the destigmatization of mental health. Oh, I health. see what you're saying now, yeah. Yeah, so the, these kids aren't taught like mental mental health isn't a part of medicine growing up, unfortunately, which I think it should be as someone who is intending to go into that field. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that maybe not maybe not a specific class, but do you think that like high schoolers should be taught pretty early on, like, hey, like, here are some things that you should be looking for, like in the health class. Like, talk, you know, because we did, we took health classes, but I don't think I ever remember us talking about mental health. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's never was talked to. For me, I think it should be earlier. Middle I've school? been, I've been kind of experimenting with my little brother as like a, you know, child psychology experiment. I've been, I took a lot of my uh, work in college was, centralized around youth coaching and you know youth mental sure. health and all that jazz and i was experimenting with like teaching him these things to see if he'd actually like understand them and learn them um one of the things that i focus on teaching him the most is focusing on internal issues rather than external factors right so for example if he's playing a game like he's you know he's a kid he plays Fortnite. Mm -hmm. um sometimes he'll be like oh that guy he's hacking or that guy's he's a uh, He's, you know, doing this and he just surprised me or something. I'm like, you know, okay, well, think about this. What do you think you could have done better to make that happen? He's like, oh, well, maybe I could have done this. I'm like, here, try this. Maybe next time try putting your crosshair here or uh, maybe try running this way or do something. Try to change your strategy to make it so that next time that won't happen. And, you know, I'm trying to nudge him into thinking, let's focus less on the external factors and more on the internal factors. And I think that he took to that really well. I think he took yeah. to it really well, which means that kids can be taught mental health and, you know, coping with issues much earlier than we think they can. And they can take to it pretty well. It's just a matter of who's teaching them and how it's presented to them. Sure. Like even as early as, you know, elementary school. Well, like I said, I think, like, we, like I said, I think this goes a lot back to um, the nature versus nurture as well. Like, I mean, I think a lot of mental health goes hand in hind. Uh, hand, hand in hind. Hand in hand, <laughs> it goes hand in hand. Uh, it goes hand in hand with mental illness. Oh, oh, <laughs> mental wholeness. Is mental wholeness. Wholeness. <laughs> yeah. Should I say health and wellness at the same time? Okay, let me start over. Mental health 
and wellness. There you go. Goes hand in hand with nature versus nurture. I had to stop to think about it. Perfect. There because you go. I think it not only does it go along with what our parents would teach us, but I think it also goes along well with how we interact with people within our community. Like, for instance, if you're in school and, you know, you see someone being, you know, almost like ridiculed for like being upset about something, then you feel like, oh, no, like I can't. If someone does something that bothers me, if I start to show that that bothered me or that upset me, then they're going to take that advantage of me. And so I have to I have to guard myself at all times. Yeah. And one big thing in mental health is teaching that other people are people as well. I feel like bullying mm-hmm. in early age is is like a, a consequence of not being taught empathy. Sure. And empathy is a huge deal. Like most of the time, like the PTA teachers sure the golden rule, but it's different when you're like teaching kids to feel the pain of other kids or something, you know. Here's, then they put that when they emphasize that above their own, I guess, pleasure or whatever insecurity they have, then they can Learn to be overall more unified as a student base or as a, you know, youth sure. base. I don't know. Well, here's talking about bullying in general. I think that's a really good conversation, too, which is, you know, a lot of times people. About I think, all the times you bully me. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. I'm the one who bullies him. Uh, yeah, you stuffed me in my locker <laughs> and you. <laughs> I threw an air punch just now. Yeah, no, I noticed. Couldn't reach. Um, Dang, social distancing, quarantine ruins everything. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, like, I, I, you know, there was a lot of bullying. Like, I mean, I remember getting bullied in middle school. Um, not a lot, but I remember getting it. Like, I just kind of did my best to ignore it. But you know, for a lot of times, it's a lot worse for other people, and it makes the things a lot more difficult for certain students. That's why you see some certain things that happen in society that is not a good thing to happen. I don't necessarily want to talk about it specifically, but. Sometimes that triggers those kind of things. There's a massive difference. I feel like there's a lot of times there's crosshair or the cross um, thinking. Fire, crossfire? Well, I think there's a lot of people that see bullying differently than like group of friends just messing with each other. You know, like our group. Like if we have something that just kind of sticks after a while, like I've communicated with some friends before, they've communicated with me that something was said or something was done and they were like, hey, I don't really appreciate that. Do you think we can kind of lay off that? And you're like, yeah, it's fine. Because, you know, a lot of friends, a lot of group of friends, like ours in general, we kind of make fun of each other from time to time. Yeah, but that's more like, you know, right. ribbing. Sure. And then we understand where the line is and we understand where, when to stop and, and when when things are going too far. Now, bullying just in general, there's a lot of times when that bullying just, it becomes too much. Yeah, and, and that's it, mostly for me. Sorry, uh, mostly for me is like... Uh, oh, I was like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not me as in like bullying. Sure. Like, oh, I'm going to give you bullying strategies. No. <laughs> no, it's like people... It's that It has to do with empathy. Yeah, sure, no, like does. bullying stems, I think, from when there's a dynamic of one kid knowing that one other person either looks up to them or wants to be part of their group. Yep. And they're holding like this whole ribbing thing and they keep taking it too far. Keep taking it too far. But the kid keeps taking it yep. because he wants to be included or wants to be cool. Or... The other thing that we can look into it is sometimes there are certain kids who maybe have a tough home life and they, and, yeah. they, and they decide to lash out on somebody else to make themselves feel better in an, in a non-appropriate way. Yeah, and that's which another then, classic story. It's just, it's a, it's a slippery slope for mental health for a lot of different people. Yeah, and, and if they had mental health, I guess, courses or, or support, even in, even outside of the home, 
then maybe they'd be better equipped to deal with that and they wouldn't have to resort to here's, lashing out to other students. Here's the ultimate thing I will say before we wrap it up because we should wrap it up here in a minute is um, I really do think that um, mental health and particularly therapy is important for everyone. Um, there are times that are, truthfully, there are times that there are certain things that I don't feel comfortable telling my family or maybe telling my friends or someone who, you know, is close to me just in general, because what I think, because you worry about their, that they, their opinions may be skewed in a certain way. They may be biased. So I think having a therapist is really massive to where you feel like you can tell somebody anything and they'll never judge you. They'll just take in the information and they'll do what they can to help you. And I really, really think that a lot of people, even if you don't think you have issues, should look into it. And if you can afford it, do it because I took some and I'm trying to get back into it. A whole health insurance thing. That's a whole different topic. We're not going to talk about health. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do my health insurance episode. Um, but there's just a lot. Like, I think it's really good. And I think especially for younger kids, I think it'd be so massive if there was a way, you know, guidance counselors in a certain way, be able to provide that kind of relief for students to feel like, okay, I really can talk to somebody and not have any kind of backlash. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge thing where people are just afraid of the backlash. And there's a huge, huge advantage. Afraid of honesty sometimes, too. That, that too, even within themselves. But, you know, there's a huge advantage in talking to someone who, one, is not going to be judging and is a complete unbiased third party, and two, is actively trained and uh like professionally certified to like deal with this sort of stuff like sure you can talk to like you know if you have you can come to me with a problem but i'm not certified or anything sure i can tell you some things but it's different than just going to somebody who actually can provide you some strategies they can give you some literature they can tell you exactly what to do to help make steps right towards your recovery if you have a specific issues, they might be able to help you kind of uncover the reason for those issues. Yeah. Like that you just never realized until someone was able to pull it out and, and present it to you. And so, you can't exactly talk about it at home or you, sure. you don't have There's a, a lot robust of people, support yeah. system. I really hope that if anyone, I know this was, we kind of jumped a little bit within the same topic, but kind of around as we wrap this up, I just want to say, I hope, I hope out of anything people realize here are the main things I hope someone realizes. And you can, if you have any main points, yeah, share. just like a, li- a final thought yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Just one, to, things you want to hit number one i would know that you're not alone in the sense that there are a lot of people they may not deal with this specific thing that you deal with but there's a lot of people who deal with a lot of similar issues so you are not alone and you don't have to feel like you're alone if you need someone to talk to reach out to family friends someone you feel comfortable with or if you have a therapist that as well two mental illness or mental health issues and wellness is not a bad thing so don't, don't feel like being open and honest about your feelings or what you're dealing with means weakness. And three, sheriff's a jerk. Um, don't understand how I that's mean, pertinent. Uh, <laughs> and then number four. But I get it. Uh, but then number four is that um, if, if you... Nope, that's pretty much number two. I was about to say the same thing I said <laughs> for number two, so there's no point in saying it again. So you're just going to end on me being a jerk. Number four, number four, I'm fine. fine. You're going to get so bullied later. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Number four. We love you, Todd's. And we hope that this episode was. So what about me? I want to do mine. Oh yeah. Sorry. Jeez. (laughs) What? I gave you your time. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So my, my couple of, I guess last 
nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> I feel like shit is it's weird. Um, <laughs> Boring. I'm just kidding. Shut up. Shut up. You're bullying me now. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't... I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. It's been so long. All right. So what I want to hit mostly is the validity of mental health issues. Like a lot of people are all like, I'm just, you know, I'm not feeling so great. It's been a tough couple of weeks. That's something that is not normal. Like if you're feeling sad for no reason, that's something that shouldn't be like, you shouldn't just be hating yourself for no reason, just sitting around uh, minding your own business. You know, that's not normal. You should, it's totally okay to even at least talk to somebody about it. Maybe talk to your general practitioner. If you have one, just uh, your primary care, say, Hey man, I've, been feeling pretty down these past couple of weeks. You think you can refer me somewhere, you know? And if you can't, just try and find whatever support system you can. Just get it out there. I w- just interject. Even if you do have a reason to maybe be upset with yourself or hate yourself, that's that, even more. Yeah. That would be a great opportunity to speak to a therapist, where you feel like you can talk to someone non-biased about whatever you feel may be guilty of or upset about with yourself or whatever it may be. Yeah, and 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 again, if you can't, if you don't have access to them, it can be very difficult. Um, you can always check with your local health department and see if they offer those types of services because uh, it can be very difficult to get to. But it's so it's so important, and I think it should be implemented in healthcare universally. Uh, and I just really wanted to emphasize that to just really try and look for your local resources because whether mm-hmm. it be, you know, if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts or anything major like that, you know, look for your, your hotlines, look for your emergency rooms. If you're feeling, if you're feeling like you might do anything drastic – it's totally okay. You want to preserve yourself over anything else. So go ahead and, and take advantage of anything, even if you have to go to the emergency room. Um, second of all, uh, and this is probably my final thing, because you can pretty, pretty much hit everything else. Um, we, it's just, support is just absolutely important. And yeah. it's super, it's super necessary. Yeah, I pretty much covered everything that I was going to do. I didn't have yeah. to go to No, I think, I think it's a really good point, though. Uh, support, and don't be afraid to... Like I said, if you just have validity fr- is the yeah, most important thing I want to do. Family, man. Like, so yeah. I know sometimes there are situations where you don't feel comfortable with family or friends. Like, I know that can sometimes happen. That's when you reach out for outside sources. Yeah. But if you do feel comfortable with certain friends or certain family members, don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah, don't be afraid to be the first one to extend that out. And maybe you could even help them out as well. Yeah, you never know. Just open it up. Be oh. open, Todd's. Yes, and I think on a on a. On a note of such as that, I think we should say, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. We're going to um, go right to the show. I don't know what else to say to buffer that. Um, follow us on Twitter. Um, we are now on Google Podcasts as well. Wow. Which I said that we were on, but we actually were not. iTunes and Spotify. We're also on Instagram, even though we just shamed Instagram and Twitter, to be fair. But we're not using it to influence. We're just using true. it to spread our podcast, spread the good word. Sheriff, before we get over with this podcast, do you want to tell people what to be looking for on September 6th? Oh, okay. Well, um, this is exciting. Yeah. So I've been kind of dipping my toe into the pool of uh, voice acting and I've been putting out some uh, auditions and I actually got and recorded a, a role, a minor role on a podcast news radio show called Thaumopolis News Radio, which is currently on 
Stitcher and Google Podcasts. And uh, we'll put a link to them in the yeah. description. And uh, I actually play a minor part uh, as one of the ad readers. So if you want to check me out in a different setting, I get to play a 1920s radio broadcaster. It's a fun podcast anyway. I think it's really cool. And uh, Yeah, and it's, it's more of like a news radio. Um, uh, it's like a... 1920s style noir mystery sort of thing so this will go up before you that airs we'll make sure that because i mentioned the date but he'll he will have his episode september 6th if you want to check it out um, but check out their podcast anyway because i think it's a lot of fun and not just because of sheriff but just in general it's, it's a great it's a great listen it's good if you really like mystery yeah uh, and and it's it's a bit different from us but it's i think sometimes having that variety is really a lot of fun like, i have my podcast lists are all different. I yeah. think that's what makes it a lot of fun is when you can find something that's different than one you're used to to listen to. Anyway, yeah. I just wanted to give you that opportunity because um, I think that's a really cool thing that you're doing and I think it's an, um, I think people should check it out. You're really cool. Thanks, man. Oh, you're huh. welcome. Hey, you know what? 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 <laughs> Bless you, Todd. Bless you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs>